At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Covering the live betting angles for every game, this is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is our number two of VSIN Live Bet Tonight, coming to you from the VSIN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside. Wes Reynolds still to come this hour. We'll discuss some of the fun props that they have over at DraftKings, the top tournament seeds for these college basketball teams, and also who will make the NCAA tournament. We discussed that with Matt Grill in hour number one, the DraftKings trading manager. So we'll talk about it here in hour number two. But right now, Wes, we have some games that are about to tip off on the West Coast in college basketball. A lot of Mountain West action here, but there is a big game, though, between San Diego State um, later on this evening, that's about to tip off uh, that San Diego State. Yeah, game that'll be, I believe, in about an hour. Yes, uh, we are getting a Mountain game. West game, though. Uh, Boise State and Colorado State. I took three and a half with Colorado State. This okay. is going to close three, even some two and a half out there in the market. Look, this is just Colorado State has been a very disappointing team, I, I think, this year. But now you get Boise at home. Now you're getting late in the conference seasons where, you know, it kind of gets packed at the top and Boise mm-hmm. State, certainly one of those uh, teams at the top. Look, we saw New Mexico uh, get routed last night by Wyoming at home, a Wyoming team that has seven scholarship players. So you can't necessarily take these games for granted. Uh, uh, New Mexico or Boise State right up there at the top in the Mountain West. They're actually, they're nine and three. So they're a game and a half behind San Diego State. Then Nevada's ten and three, Boise State nine and three, Utah State nine and five. New Mexico has fallen below five hundred. They were up there with the contenders. So, you know, I, I I thought Colorado State that this could be one of those where they've really been struggling a little bit. They had lost five in a row. They went to Air Force on Saturday, and sometimes when you break a long losing streak like that, it carries over to the next game because they're like, mm-hmm. oh man, like what a relief, like, you know. We, we, we stopped losing, you know, so now we can just go play. We don't have that hanging over us necessarily. And plus, Colorado State uh, did lose in Boise earlier this season on January 28th, 80-59. to 59. Uh, uh, CSU, you know, has had some injuries. They've, it's been a disappointing year in Fort Collins. But that line looked awful small for Boise State, who – Look, I mean, looks like every bit like they'd be an at-large team yeah. in, in the Mountain West. So I, I took the home dog here. All right. 
home dog be barking. Let's go, Colorado State Rams. Uh, we have the games that are at halftime, the 6 o'clock games that tipped off while we began the show here. Indiana Northwestern Wildcats have a 39-20 lead after 20 minutes. Indiana, six-point favorites in the what? second half. Totals at 70. Yeah, what a dreadful first half for Indiana. <laughs> Did this, About no, as bad re- as it gets. Re- really, no way you can say it. That might have been the worst half of basketball they have played in, in conference play. And they've had a couple of them, uh, not lately, but early in January. But 39 to 20 here, uh, just uh, looking at the box score, uh, seeing what I want to do. Indiana, 28.6% from the floor. Northwestern, 407 Indiana getting out-rebounded, getting out-hustled. They've already got six turnovers. This is a team that doesn't turn the ball over a lot. Uh, foul trouble for Miller Cop and Jordan Geronimo. They each have two fouls. But Boo Bowie and Chase Audige, Northwestern mm-hmm. starting backcourt, they also have two fouls, 11 points apiece for them too. But, you know, they even with foul trouble, they were still uh, able to extend the lead. What I might be looking at here uh, – I don't know if I want to lay the six with Indiana. The numbers kind of say that I should, mm-hmm. that that would be, the, you know, the prudent thing to do. But Like, are they the, really going to lose by 25? Right, or like right. That, you know? like, 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 I think when you see that a team is behind, too, you, you could kind of look perhaps at the total. Mm-hmm. And 70, some 70 and a halves out there right now. There's even 71s in the market. Yeah, and I, I think the market's going to go that way to say, okay, Indiana might not come back and win this game, but the percentages you would think would have to regress to the positive a little bit. And Northwestern, by the way, not shooting the ball very well either, mm-hmm. even though they got 39 points in the first half. They made five threes, but 11 of 27, that's only 41%. They are 12 of 12 from the line. Both teams, I think Northwestern ended up committing 10,000, Indiana with nine, so – are we going to get the consistent officiating? And that's what I, you know, kind of complain about with the Big Ten, and I'm not the only one in that regard. Sometimes you get one half that's totally officiated than a second, than another half. Mm-hmm. One half, it's like, okay, we're not going to call anything. You know, we're going to let it be tackle basketball. And then the next half, it's going to be every touch foul called. Yeah, And that's that's what I don't like about this conference is officiating, but it's not the officiating, even though it's been bad tonight. It typically is in the big 10. It's because Indiana has been bad. Indiana has been awful in the first half. Uh, the numbers say to lay it. If you're going to do that, I may approach and take the total in the second half. All right. So the over in the second half, 70 and a half right now, I'm seeing juiced minus 115 toward the over the consensus, but 71 definitely well represented in the market. TCU Iowa State Cyclones with a 35-24 lead against the Horn Frogs, and it looks like we have TCU at half point favorite. Also, some pick in the market total at 70. Yeah, and this is a this is an Iowa State game here with only 59 points on the board in the first half. TCU just uh, just a little bit outgunned, uh, uh, you know, without Lampkin and especially without Mike Miles. So. TCU, 45.5% in the first half. Iowa State, 52%. They made 5 of 12 from the three. So numbers would say, okay, TCU, you know, down by much more than what the spread was in the first half to go ahead and lay it in the second half. But this is one I don't think I want to be involved with. We didn't like it Mm pre-flop. I don't like it now. Also, the second half of the NBA national tv double header between new orleans and the los angeles lakers that's going to tip off in about four minutes here lakers four and a half point favorites i'm even seeing a five and a half here where we're sitting at circa total at 235 anything for you as lebron is making his return to the court after becoming the nba's all-time leading scorer yeah and i think because of that that's why you saw obviously the uh the laker money uh coming forward this is this is a team that you know still a lot of new faces on, on this roster with uh, uh, D'Angelo Russell coming in. And I'm, I'm actually going to look and see what the official starting lineup is. Mm-hmm. This changes uh, from game to game for the Lake Show. But, yeah, you got D'Angelo Russell and Malik Beasley. Beasley, by the way, came off the bench the other night. So they're going to start Russell and Beasley, LeBron James, Jared Vanderbilt, and Anthony Davis. That's wow. obviously three new starters in the lineup. For the Pels, it's uh, McCollum. Brandon Ingram, Trey Murphy the third, Herbert Jones, and Jonas Valanciunas. Of course, Zion still out with that hamstring injury. But you know, 
no real true point guard uh, for the Lakers because I don't really consider D'Angelo Russell like necessarily a, no. a true point guard. So, you know, maybe 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 LeBron is the facilitator. I guess Larry Nance, by the way, not going to play Larry Nance Jr. for the uh, for the New Orleans Pelicans. But with AD and Vanderbilt down there, you would think that they're going to get a ton of rebounds. Yeah, the, the, those two guys together because Vanderbilt. Really, really played nicely uh, for Utah and became kind of a valuable commodity for them to uh, get some help, at least on the glass. But maybe you look at a Vanderbilt rebounding prop over, but nothing for me on the side or total as of now. LeBron's points prop is at 27 and a half. It wasn't up earlier because people were not sure whether he was going to play or not. But now that you hear the number 27 and a half, he's been averaging around 30 all Mm -hmm. season long. Do you think that he kind of gets over that number here tonight? I could maybe see it. I mean, I mean, this is the uh, the last game before the All Star break, so you know, yeah. everybody. I do think this is always the interesting game. Like, you know, what are teams going to do before the All Star break? You know, are some teams like because this has been a long. This is they've played almost sixty games these teams. This is ridiculous before the All Star break. So these teams like really, really, really need a break. So that's why this night is kind of tough. To say, okay, what kind of effort are you going to get? Are you going to get a team that's like, man, we're so dead, we just need a few days off? Or are you going to get it, hey, we need momentum. We need to end this the right way and then start off. You know, we got 23 to what, 25 games or however many there are left in the regular season, and we want to start off with momentum. So, yeah, I don't – Lakers Lakers have moved up, obviously, because Mm -hmm. of LeBron, but – I don't know if I want to lay five with this team. I I need to see LeBron, by the way, has not played with these guys. He has not played with Vanderbilt. He has not played with D'Angelo Russell. He has not played with Malik Beasley. So there's oftentimes, I think, an adjustment there, you know? If memory serves me right, I I think they pushed back this all-star break a little bit. Not like just this specific year, but I think in general, the NBA has kind of pushed the all-star break back a week once the NFL went to the 18-week schedule, because it feels like the All-Star break used to always be around Valentine's Day or before Valentine's mm-hmm. Day, mm-hmm. and now, I mean, I mean, it's like it's almost February 20th yeah, when I they're know. playing the All-Star game. Like, like you mentioned, it's like they almost have 60 games under their belt, and they used to feel like it was like 50 to 55-ish games mm-hmm. under their belts before the All-Star game. So, yeah, I don't know, but it, it if, if they keep pushing this back further and further, I mean, the NFL is probably going to go to – 18 game yeah, schedules yeah. in about five years. Yeah. It's like, I, like, what are we going to do? <laughs> I don't I don't like it having this many games before like, it's an way All-Star too many. break. But it's way too many. Anyway, that's where we are. Uh, here's an interesting stat nugget, by the way. We were talking about the uh, the Brooklyn Nets, who, uh, by the way, did get a win, 116-105 over Miami. The Nets are actually this from at Opta Stats on Twitter. They're the first team in NBA history to have four different players with a 45-point game in the same season. Wow. Kevin Durant, uh-huh. Kyrie Irving, yep. Cam Thomas, and now Michael Bridges. It's crazy. <laughs> That's what happens when your team is a, a turnstile. So I'm yeah, like, I guess just... they've had enough players to uh, try to attempt that. Just shuffling and recycling players mm-hmm. in and out. And that's mm-hmm. going to be the New York Knicks. I'm sure they're going to have a big summer with trades with all those wings that they have. Yes. Someone's going to become calling. I thought they were going to come calling during the trade deadline, but I, I guess not. Uh, but the Nets, an interesting team. That's still hanging around there in the playoffs. We'll see if they can uh, hang on to that spot there. But, man, can you imagine the story if the Brooklyn Nets with no Kevin Durant, no Kyrie Irving, end up in the postseason in the Eastern Conference? What a story that would be. All right, we'll get you caught up on more college hoops on the other side when we return. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for a betting edge on the NHL, NBA, or college basketball, the VSIN experts have you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools. Like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season, where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and daily props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bets Night. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Femi Abebefe. We're hanging out in downtown Las Vegas at the Circa Resort and casino we do have an nba game west at halftime between the dallas mavericks and denver nuggets denver at home out to a 61 44 lead after 24 minutes of play dallas now one point favorites in the second half market total 110 yeah luca 23 points four rebounds three assists yeah, i took the he's over doing his assist part. prop yeah <laughs> but nobody else uh unfortunately is for dallas and look uh kind of saw that the other night it was a you know Basically, Luke and then Kyrie really, I think, took over in the fourth quarter, you know, and, and brought them back. But they ended up falling short at home the other night. So this was a spot where maybe I thought, OK, if if and I didn't bet it because Kyrie didn't play because I thought, OK, you're going to Denver. They're the measuring stick right now in the Western Conference. So, that you know, that's why I lean Dallas, but but I didn't end up betting it, so I bet the Luca over assists. He's mm-hmm. a little bit off pace right now uh, with uh, just three because nobody else nobody else is scoring, uh, unfortunately. So uh, I have over seven and a half in that one, uh, uh, sixty-one to forty-four. I need I'm going to need Dallas to at least make a run because this is one of those games where it's like if they're not even competitive. This is where they're going to sit, Luca, and yeah. that's what you—that's what you worry about a little bit here. Got outscored thirty-five to nineteen in the second quarter, so I am going to leave this one alone because I already think I might have one loser on this game. Also in the NBA, the Memphis Grizzlies have a one thirteen one ten lead against the Utah Jazz. Fifty seconds left. In that contest, the, spread total money line are all off the board. The, the Grizz were actually very popular from uh, what I saw from uh, uh, some of Tout World on this game. Uh, mm-hmm. They were up decent at halftime, too, 63 to 47. Utah has made a comeback 110 to uh, uh, 113. Now Utah got to play the foul game. Kelly Olinick, 28 and 13 for the Jazz. 
Jordan Clarkson with 20 points. Uh, it looks also, like no, no marketing for uh, yeah, no marketing. So that that you know, yeah, this was getting bet before that, and then marketing didn't play. So then it goes up to 11 and a half. Wow. That was a closer. That's a big. That's a big number. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. By the way, 26 and nine, and Desmond Bain also with 22. John Morant. Just 19, 8 of 25 from the floor. Ugh. 8 of 25. That's very, they're very Iverson-esque. Yeah, Iversonian. In, term, in terms of that, yes. <laughs> Iversonian <laughs> shooting clip from John Miranda. I, I love Allen Iverson. I do, too. I do, too. He had some of those nights. And I feel, uh, you know, I was just thinking about this last week when everything came out a couple weeks ago with the uh, Grizzlies apparently getting into that kerfuffle with uh, – Pacer security and maybe some uh, some people uh, hanging around Ja Moran a little bit mm. that maybe don't need don't need he don't need around all the time necessarily. I mean, you know, your friends are your friends, but I feel like Ja Moran is kind of maybe like this generation's Iverson, but I feel like he's a lot he's a lot less likable, and and he should be. He should be beloved. He should. I think in the NBA. Like, he was about 18 months ago. I, yeah, because, he, you know, small market guy, under-recruited, ends up at Murray State, you know, then gets drafted very high, works his way up. What was he, the number two pick in the draft that right, year? Right behind Zion. Yeah. And small market team again, Memphis, Grind City, we don't get any respect, so we got to fight for our respect and take our respect, which I love that attitude. I love that. Yeah. But it's like, you got to be able to channel it in the right way, you know, because because then because people, I think, would love to root for this team. That's kind of an underdog. That's not a major market team and would love to root for John Morant. But it's like, dude, like he, he's not, I think, as likable as Allen Iverson became. Because no. Allen Iverson, by the way, had a checkered past. You know, he had some things before he even stepped foot in Georgetown. <laughs> Some incidents, the incident at that bowling alley, of yeah. course, uh, down there. Check out there. the 30 for 30. It's really good. Yeah. But he became kind of likable because he was who he was. He was authentic. But, yeah, exactly. He. It seems like John ja Moran is kind of like trying to play tough guy. Yes. You know, a little bit. And whereas Iverson, not saying he was trying to play like tough guy, but Iverson was kind of who he was. You know, he was a yeah. he was a street kid. He was from the hip-hop generation. But he came, became likable. I mean, the, the whole practice thing became like a meme. And people mm-hmm. – People just liked him because it's like, that dude is real. That dude is not manufactured. He's not, you know, Mr. Political necessarily. That dude's going to wear his heart on his sleeve, you know, when he talks about not the game that I die for, you know, because he meant it. You know, he he wasn't a guy that was just saying something just to be funny or just to get quoted. He meant every word. No, yeah. I I think John Morant could have been like kind of the down south version of like Damian Lillard yes because they have very similar backgrounds of like they played in a small school work their tails off end up being top five picks in the draft win rookie of the year like they have they're kind of on that same trajectory of being mm-hmm. becoming the face of a franchise of a small market now Dame is still that face of the franchise they've had their peaks now it seems to kind of be tailing off a little bit as he's starting to get older and they just haven't been able to put the right team around him but John Morant has a front office that has put the right team around him. Mm-hmm. They have Jaron Jackson Jr. They have so many talented players. Desmond Bain, Stephen Adams. When he get healthy, he's a really good player. Like they they were they're on the cusp of becoming a, like a dominant Western mm-hmm. Conference team. But then they also have this side of them where they're just like they're trying to play tough guys. Yeah, like because like they like they almost want to be like this like reboot of the grindhouse yeah. grizzlies of Zach right. Randolph, right. Mark Gasol, Tony but, Allen, but, it, and those guys. but like no just be yourself. It's like, a it's a little bit it's a little bit of don't talk about it, be about yeah, it. Yeah, just be about yeah, it. Yeah, I don't mind that you're tough, but it's like don't be getting into like BS that's just not gonna <laughs> yeah. help you. Like don't get into stuff with Shannon Sharp and you know, yeah. maybe maybe Jaw's dad needs to kind of stay at home. A little, for yeah. a little while too, or just relax a little. Yeah, because he's always <laughs> causing trouble. Like, don't be the little league dad. Don't be this AAU dad. Because yeah. I'm sure you know you've covered some of these summer basketball and these AAU tournaments. The parents are the worst. Horrific with some of these teams. Yeah. I mean, they're they're just embarrassing. Like I have I have seen like fights and people going after like these referees and aren't making hardly any money. Like these are not professional referees. These are people that want to work their way up to high school, maybe work their way up to college games or something. And and these parents are just dreadful. They're you know, awful. You know what sport has the worst parents? 
Uh, it's actually baseball and softball. So, yeah, I was, I was maybe going to say soccer. <laughs> baseball and softball. Soccer does as well, but because there's so much time in between the activity, mm-hmm. like you have time between the pitches, so you get all the, oh, oh yeah. come on, blue. And- how, how, ma- how many videos do we see <laughs> now? And that's a product of social media, it's too. Really it's like bad. These dudes like go up and actually punch umpires in the face. Yeah. They'll chase them into the, lo- into like, the parking lot. Are you kidding me? They'll, it- they'll go in and like fight them in the parking lot. I'm like, what are we? What are we? We've, we've lost the yeah, plot. No, we have. We have lost the plot, it's ladies and gentlemen. awful as uh, I'm seeing this little dog on BTN uh, yeah. uh, dunk the basketball. Yeah, the, the, a little. Uh, look at that. I don't even know what the dog. Is that a Chawini? Or what, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I think it is. Because <laughs> I was trying to. It's not a full Chihuahua, but no. he's dunking the basketball. So he is the uh, the apparently was the halftime entertainment uh-huh. in Evanston. They're very entertained right now. Northwestern 45 to 27, 1549 left to go in the second. Maybe that dog will be Big Ten player of the week. And I was like, yeah, in, maybe maybe they need Indiana to score. Or they need that dog. Indiana does score a ball at the rim because they have missed a lot of bunnies tonight. Uh, Trace Jackson Davis, of course, Trace Jackson Davis is he misses another free throw. Uh He's you're, you're he's gonna get doubled. So they had been doing a good job of kind of getting him the ball like on the block, you know, a little bit or right inside the free throw line. Let him make a move out quick. The other team's big, and he's been doing that. As uh, you know, now it's like they're posting him and then they're doubling him. That ball has got to move, and that ball gets stationary. And that's one of the criticisms I've had of Indiana's offense. It's like they run one action, and then it gets defended, and it's like, oh my God, what do we do now? And you can't, you can't, can't, you can't do that, or you're going to get an early exit in March. Cannot be that. Uh, Let's let's hope they don't have an early exit in March. Uh, There'll be some nice, uh, nice winnings if they go ahead and cut the nets down. Uh, In the SEC, though, as we're about to wrap up the segment here in a minute, Kentucky has a 56-50 lead against Mississippi State. Wildcats are the dog tonight, and uh, what a win that would be for them. Yeah, go on the road and kind of get their season somewhat on track. I have them plus three, actually. They did have a bigger lead. They had a double-digit lead. I think they were actually up 56 to 43 with 834 left to go. And as you can see, Wildcats still on 56 about three minutes later. So letting Mississippi State crawl back in here as Kentucky looks a little unsure of themselves offensively. Yeah. Indiana with a chance to maybe cut this to 11 out there there you go two will. straight corner threes so now 45 to 34 still plenty of time left in evanston hoosiers now catching seven and a half total 129 and a half maybe we have a game seven nothing run in favor of indiana a whole lot of ball game left to go down there in northwestern we'll be back with more on visa live bet tonight This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sports fans, as the football season ends, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be for basketball and hockey. Bet Rivers has you covered for every line, odd, and boost. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday hockey. First goal insurance, Saturday hockey, same game parlay, bet and get, and then weekly pro basketball bet and get, and more. Check out BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app. It's a whole new game. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds hanging out here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas on this Wednesday night. Uh, Taking in a lot of college basketball, a lot of NBA, but right now in the college hoops, the Indiana Hoosiers uh, have made this a single-digit game after mm-hmm. being down by 19 at halftime. It's now down to nine. Hoosiers catching six and a half total, 133 and a half. Yeah, and uh, uh, good scoring so far. Indiana, by the way, already 20 points uh, in the uh, first eight minutes. They only had 20 in the first half. So, you know, help, helping out your second half total if you elected to take that. But, you know, Indiana right back in the game, uh, you know, for, forcing fouls. Uh, Trace Jackson Davis getting him the ball. He go getting him the ball on the move too, not where he's uh, you know got to like post up so much. So uh, just uh, looking at the numbers here, I believe uh, how many fouls are we are we at? Oh, it doesn't it doesn't tell me that on on this one. Uh, so yeah, Northwestern has been committing some fouls though in this second half because Indiana I think being a lot more aggressive. Uh, 
really, really getting to the basket. They've hit a couple threes, by the way. They didn't hit a three all first half, and they've already hit three here in the second half. Yeah, uh, so the Hoosiers continue this rally. We'll see if they can uh, put a little bit more pressure on the Northwestern Wildcats. This would be a big win for Northwestern if they can pull it off, but if Indiana pulls it off, man, this just kind of continues to add to the mm-hmm. momentum of this Hoosier team that everyone's starting to kind of take notice yeah. of. Well, they're moving the ball better. You know, a couple made threes being a little bit more unselfish. Uh, Indiana has seven assists already in the second half. They only had three in the first. Uh, so, you know, that that's what you got to do. You got to move the ball a little bit. Uh, as we stand right now, Northwestern still at 1.14 points per possession. Oof. Not good. Uh, you know, you want to be, you know, keep them below one. Indiana up to point nine three. Really what you've seen is that uh, – Indiana, I think 8 of 11 on dunks or layups, and that's how that's calculated. Dunks or layups, uh, Northwestern 6 of 8. Indiana finally made three threes in the second half after not making one. Northwestern, by the way, has made seven. So all the different numbers that were kind of going against Indiana in the first half starting to kind of close the gap, the rebounding, the turnovers, et cetera. Kentucky and Mississippi State are playing over in Stark, Vegas. Wildcats have a 63-58 lead uh, right now at the free throw line is Chris Livingston. But Mississippi State plus 550 on the money line, about two and a half minutes to go. Kentucky needs this like they need air. Mm -hmm. And and we're going to get into the discussion here shortly about their potential to make the NCAA tournament because right now they're on that bubble. But in terms of tonight – do you think the Wildcats end up hanging on and getting the victory? I certainly hope so. Having uh, bet them at plus three, I do think that they hang on, but they've certainly, I think coming down the stretch, have made it a lot more interesting than they needed to. Yeah. It can never be easy for the Wildcats, apparently, this season. Uh, and the Kentucky Wildcats squarely on the bubble. And right now I'm looking at Joe Lenardi's bracketology from earlier this afternoon. First four out, Clemson, Kentucky, USC, and New Mexico, New Mexico fell in that first four out after getting mm-hmm. whacked yesterday by Wyoming yeah. at home. But uh, Kentucky now squarely on the bubble, and that will lead us to our conversation of will they make the NCAA tournament? It's a fun game that we'll play every single March. And the bubble and bracketology, those words now starting to be uh, a part of the regular lexicon as we head towards Selection Sunday here. But the Kentucky Wildcats, we'll start there and we'll go to some of these other teams Right now, the yes for Kentucky to make the NCAA tournament, plus 120, the no, minus 150. First four out right now. Now, if they get a win tonight, that can maybe add to the resume here or at least stop the bleeding. Mm-hmm. Do you think the Wildcats will get to that tournament? Is there any value betting the yes or no? I think that, that they will. I don't think that they would be. I think the no is the proper favor because if you look, Kentucky only has a couple wins in the top 50 against teams in the top 50. Yeah, they won at Tennessee, and they beat Texas A&M, but, you know, whenever they've gone against a lot of the good teams, uh, because the uh, non-conference schedule, let me look and see what that strength of the schedule was. It was about 155, so they played some tough teams, playing Michigan State, Gonzaga, and UCLA in Michigan, but they also played South Carolina State and Howard, North Florida, and Bellarmine, and Florida A&M, and then also Hurst at Louisville, not obviously to their usual level. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, I've just putrid. They only have three wins so far this season. But Kentucky still has an opportunity if you look at the schedule. Mississippi State is 38 in the Ken Palm. They do get Tennessee in Lexington off beating the number one team in the country on mm-hmm. Saturday. Potential to sweep the Volunteers. Who are not, you know? Then you go to Florida, who you've already beaten. You get Auburn at home. You get Vanderbilt at home. All of a sudden, a Vanderbilt team that's won like that's won three in a row, pulled yeah. a couple upsets as well, and then you close at Arkansas. So you still have that opportunity if you're Kentucky to play your way in. And 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 look, they're like right on that line right now. What did you say? Last four out. Yeah, they're the first four out. Right yeah, now. first four out. If they get a win here, they might be like the last team in with uh, Lenardi or the other bracketologist updated bracket. Sixty six to sixty two. By the way, one fifteen left to go. I'm not going to bet it because you're not getting a lot on the yes price, but Mm. I do think Kentucky finds their way in the tournament. And I don't think it's because it's a conspiracy. It's not. (laughs) So all these Twitter people, it's a TV show, all these Twitter people that are like, Oh my God, they need Kentucky in the tournament. No, they do not. They don't don't need any team in the tournament. The NCAA tournament is idiot proof. 
Yes. Even though they keep trying to like mess with it and add more teams and whatnot, but I, I digress on that. I mean, literally every blue blood other than what Kansas has missed the tournament. Yeah, once it's like, in the last, the, like... The, the tournaments have been without Duke. Yeah, it's survived. They've been without Kentucky. They've been without UCLA. They've been without Arizona. They've been without Carolina. Indiana. Everybody's had a down year. Yeah. Okay. The tournament will survive without Kentucky in it. Yeah. As like, would they prefer those teams to be in? Absolutely. Of course they would. Absolutely. But, yeah, I don't think they're but, working But, but it's not just the teams that draw the ratings. It's the allure of the event. It's also yeah. the betting as part of that. Office and even, pools. And it, yeah, office pools. You know, people filling out brackets when everybody's office pool. It's always the person that maybe doesn't follow these teams closely. Mm-hmm. And somebody, you know. You know, it's the fun where it's like, oh, I pick them by the mascots, yeah. or I pick them by the uniforms. Or, it's, or I went to George Mason. Exactly. Or something like that. And, it's like, and, oh, and somebody, because it's always funny when you have those like bracket challenges and it's like, it's the most bizarre final four, but yet somebody freaking has it. Yep. It's had, amazing. Because they had some sort of tie to the school. It's amazing. Yes. <laughs> and like you're studying and you've watched all these games and you're crunching the numbers and think that you know everything. Mm-hmm. And it's always somebody you know, totally off the radar. Yeah, no, I'm glad that you brought that point up, though, because like you said, the March Madness is in itself can survive without mm-hmm. Kentucky or Carolina making the incident. Well, tournament. one of the things, too, that Kentucky, I know this is going to sound ridiculous for, mm-hmm. you know, a national player of the year candidate. If you've watched this team enough this year, Oscar Toshiba has been kind of a liability. Yes. On both ends of the floor this year, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't, he's not a very good role man on the pick and roll. Uh, they, you know, they're able, every team in the SEC, you know, kind of, kind of under screen. So, you know, they don't, they don't fight through ball screens, Kentucky. And, you know, I felt the Sheboy was going to have a good game tonight because he's against kind of more of a pure big man in Tolu. Mm-hmm. To by the way, 15 and 12 on the night, seven of 11 <laughs> shooting, but. He has been kind of a liability for this team, I, I think, this year. And plus, they've had some guards in and out of the lineup. I think uh, C.J. Frederick, by the way, did not play tonight. Neither did Severe Wheeler. So having to play a lot of young guys along with Tashibwe, but we'll see if Cal's kids can get a win tonight. What do you think of Wisconsin? Because right now they're plus 215 to make the tournament, minus 270, minus 270 to miss. As of this afternoon, Joe Lenardi has them as a last four in. Mm-hmm. So they would be in. Lenardi, if Lenardi was in charge of the bracket, they would yes. be in. Uh, of course, he's only one opinion out there of many, but uh, this is one of the more notable bracketologists that we have in the game here. But Wisconsin, plus 215, minus 270. Can the Badgers get in? They can. Uh, they got three of their last five at home, Rutgers, Iowa, and Purdue. And then they go to Michigan and they go to Minnesota. Minnesota should be a sure win. They're the worst team in the Big Ten. So they should be, they should get that win. Although it's a rivalry game. It is. I, I, you know, may, you know, I guess they're never easy, but that's a win you should get. Like if you can go three and two down the stretch, if you maybe win two or three at home and then split your road games, that would put you at 10 and 10 in the, in the Big Ten. The Big Ten, but you know, is still the number two league in America. And I just feel like 500 in that league, looking at what Wisconsin, they have wins over Marquette, Maryland, Iowa, Penn State, would have maybe some over Rutgers or Purdue if they could beat them late. I tend to lean toward the yes that they're getting in. If they go 10 and 10 in a league, maybe need one win in the Big Ten I was going to say, yeah, they can't embarrass themselves in the Big Ten yeah. tournament. Got to get a win and have another Kind of in showing. the position Indiana was in last year. Yeah. So the Badgers at plus 215. Would you bet it? Yes. All right. Plus 215 on the Badgers to go dancing next month. All right. Let's talk some seeding on the other side. It's VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to point game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. So check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds hanging out at the Circa Resort and Casino. Close game in Stark Vegas, Kentucky trying to hang on to beat Mississippi State. Are they playing the uh, foul up? Yeah, situation? I, I d- no, they were up four, actually. Got oh. an offensive rebound, made two foul shots. I don't know why Antonio Reeves fouled there, but oh. he went ahead and gave them uh, two free points. So now 5.1 left to go. Kentucky does have one timeout if they can't get the ball inbound here. But uh, Wildcats, this game has gone over the total, 128 and a half. Uh, Mississippi State was pretty much laying three everywhere you looked and now Kentucky uh, trapped uh, you can't really can't really trap now with only 4.6 left to go no. you got to immediately give the foul and I believe it's Oscar Toshibwe going oh. to the line and I don't know if that's necessarily the guy that Kentucky necessarily wants but it's the guy that they are going to get uh, last time down it was a young kid Livingston that made two foul shots Toshibwe coming in though 71 percent coming into okay. tonight so not the not a, not as bad as you would think. Some of the big guys are. He's one and two tonight. So uh, we'll see what uh, Kentucky does. They are in the double bonus, so they are going to get two cracks at it. All right. Well, let's see if Tashibwe can not first oh, crack. No good. This is the first one. All right. Getting nervous around uh, Big Blue Nation here with uh, Oscar Tashibwe mm-hmm. missing the first free throw. Now, Four if he makes the second, though, does does Cal go ahead and foul up three? I feel like you got it. This is not, though, this is not, if you're looking at the percentages, this is not a Mississippi State team that's very good from the three. 28.5%, that is 356. That's near the bottom of America. And uh, let me see. uh, He made the second free throw. Okay, Mississippi State, by the way, 6 of 20 from three tonight. So if you're playing the percentages, you probably don't foul. But the time that you don't is when they make the three. So, you know, it's kind of a damned if you do, damned if you don't. But I think they they went ahead and did it. Wow. Yeah, so Cal decided to foul with 3.8 seconds to go. Kentucky has a 69-66 lead here 
So Mississippi State at this point, do you try to make both? Is there enough time to make both, yeah, or do you, you've only or do got, you have to miss the? I don't one? think you have any timeouts here, and there's only three point eight left to go. So yeah, I think you got to do that where you got to try to make the first and uh, see if you can intentionally miss the second and get the rebound. They do at least the first part. Yep. That's always the hard part. That first part, of, you know, of uh, making the first. It really is. Yeah, you know, just like, oh, just split them. It's like, like, yeah, it's like, like you're assuming, okay, they're just going to make it. I was like, have you seen some of these young men shoot free throws? <laughs> Especially in clutch situations. It gets bad. So yeah. here we go. I think he's going to try to miss this one. Oh, yeah, he and, tried. And he, and, he, and he made it. So 69-68. Kentucky, right. uh, Ole Miss, obviously, uh, pressuring and going to go ahead and guard the inbounder here as they should. Putting putting a big guy in, I think, you know, or maybe making offense for defense switch and mm -hmm. see if you got some guys that can give fouls here. But Kentucky absolutely uh Whoa. Oh, and they do get it to Tashiboy again, who split the pair last time out. That was kind of a dicey uh, inbounds pass right there. Kind of threw it up for and I guess no better player to throw it up for than the guy that who dominates the board. Yeah. But geez, that's yeah. that's not what you want. Yeah, I mean, you would prefer, I think, you're, you know, one of your guards. But just looking at the uh, the Kentucky foul shooters, I did mention to Shibwe, 71% coming into the night, only two of four at the line uh, this time around. But, you know, some of their better foul shooters, uh, Antonio Reeves is 84%. Mm -hmm. Jason Wallace, about what to Shibwe is at 71%. Uh, Jacob Toppin, only 63, so you definitely don't want him necessarily. Chris Livingston uh, hasn't taken many this year, but 86% is the 6'6 uh, freshman. So now a lot of substitutions here as, uh, as this game drags on. These college basketball games, man, they, 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 they do Two get, and a half hours now. Yeah, they do go long. This was, I think, a uh, 5.30 Pacific tip-off. We're now at 7.49. So, you know, you get in these foul games, it's like, when are they going to figure out that – Two hours isn't enough for a TV window. You got to at least be two fifteen. Yeah, you got to have a seven Eastern game and then nine fifteen Eastern tip off to Shibway does make the yeah. first. So, so seventy it's to sixty eight. All these trips to the monitor, man. They just yeah, take up so much damn time. Yeah, I I know it, it's it it's infuriating. So uh, to Shibway, I believe is going to make a pair here seventy one to sixty eight. Now, does Kentucky try the foul game again? There's Ooh. only 3.4 left I don't to think go. You can. I think you play the percentages, yeah. and, say, and if they hit a three on you, this team that's 356 in the country, then so be it. Yeah, I don't think you play the foul game. Yeah, no, no, you do not. Yeah, you absolutely do not foul here. No, wait, there's not enough time. Because with so much time on the clock, you know, it's usually not going to happen in the college game like it would in the NBA. You don't want to risk a guy getting a release and then giving him a continuation and see Mississippi oh, wow. State. Oh, pass. But he loses the ball on the way oh up. Oh, that God. that was a good design there by Chris Jans. Had a pass if the kid wow. could have came down with the ball. He had a look to tie the game. So I think he caught it, but then I think when he but tried then he to, dropped to it. shoot it, yeah, and he, he just it. lost the ball. Yeah, that's. I almost thought that they fouled him as he was going up. I was like, oh my God, what are you doing? Yeah, but that was a that was a really nice pass but, from the inbounder there to kind of because it wasn't one of those like hail mary. It was like a like a bullet that he threw. And yeah, unfortunately, Mississippi State drops the basketball. That, 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 that's a that's a wrote. that's a big win for Kentucky. If they do Very get in, uh, you know, on on Selection Sunday, they are going to have to remember this one. It, it would not surprise me if we see Kentucky now minus one fifty on the yes and plus one twenty on the no, mm -hmm. because according to Joe Lenardi's bracketology that he put out earlier this afternoon, Mississippi State was last four in, Kentucky was first yeah. four out. We might see those teams. Yeah, swap. I think you very well could. Mississippi State, of course, started out 11-0, and then they lost, I think, like 8 of 9. They had a five-game winning streak coming in that got snapped here. So Mississippi State now goes to 17-9, only 5-8 and eight in the SEC. Mm -hmm. Got a couple uh, road games at Ole Miss and then Missouri, and then you get Texas A&M at home, you get South Carolina at home, and then you close at Vanderbilt. So you're probably going to be favored in, I would say, uh, four of those five games. Mm -hmm. Go four and one down the stretch. That maybe is going to be an. That maybe is going to be enough. But because they do, they do have that really good win over Marquette in the non-conference. Also have another one over TCU. So 
Mrs. I, I think you're probably right that you're going to see the two kind of flip-flop in that updated bracketology. Yeah, that would be my best guess. Uh, we do have some West Coast games that are about to tip off in college hoops here. Want to get those handicaps in. Uh, starting in the Pac-12, uh, you're where West Coast Wednesday Pac-12 right, game here. Right. Not something that you typically see, but uh, over in Seattle, the Washington Huskies hosting the Oregon Ducks. Oregon five-and-a-half-point favorites, total 141. Oregon half. usually plays well against against this uh, Mike Hopkins uh, mm-hmm. Q's zone. Uh, the zone offense number is pretty good for Oregon. Meanwhile, Washington not very good against the zone, but Dana Altman not really running that very much uh, mm-hmm. any anymore uh, because – you know, he, he doesn't feel like his young guys, his freshmen, really understand what to do and understand their responsibilities. So they've been playing a little bit more uh, more man. Now, I want to see maybe if Oregon, I'll be looking, you know, observing to see if Oregon goes ahead and goes zone. This would probably be a good time to do so. Five and a half, I'm going to stay out of it. I do lean ducks here, but I want to watch the, you know, early on in this game just to see what I see out of the ducks. Yeah, and then we'll see what happens. The market is liking Oregon in this game. In the Mountain West, Fresno State, home dog against San Diego State. The Aztecs, eight-point favorites, total 128.5. I did take a little bit of eight. I missed the eight-and-a-half uh, early on with uh, with Fresno State. Fresno has actually been playing a little bit better basketball late. They're still 9-15, and 15, but they've won two of their last three, one at UNLV, beat San Jose State. Lost by 11 and didn't cover, which hurt my feelings on Friday night at Nevada, but they were in it the whole way. Like, they were right there. It was like a two-possession game, basically, mostly for the second half. So, Fresno, uh, uh, they have not played San Diego State yet this season, but San Diego State kind of on a roll. Is this maybe a fat and happy spot for them? They've won three in a row, now 11-2 and two in the conference. I believe they have a game-and-a-half lead. So, San Diego State... Uh, this could be a little bit of a flat performance for them. Yeah, no, we'll see if they can uh, get it done on the road in the Mountain West. Meanwhile, in the Big Ten, here come the Hoosiers. Yeah, Trace Jackson Davis is saying, get on my back. 19 points, 10 rebounds, and 8 assists, uh, which was a very off night to start for Trace. And he's trying to will this team to victory. And they kind of were able to do it against Michigan on Saturday. Now, they were only down 11. They were down 21 tonight. At one point, now yeah. we do have a one-possession game, 58-56, to 56, 235 left to go. Going to say a lot about the Hoosiers if they can find a way to win this one. Hoosiers now plus 155 on the money line, Northwestern minus 190. Indiana was catching as many as 14 and a half mm-hmm. on the end game, and now here they are just two points away from tying the game up. We will continue to track that game as we begin hour number three of VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.